Welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and today's podcast is going to be an encouragement to think bigger and to use seemingly disruptive experiences as a way to alchemize positive change and transformation. More to come on all of that in a moment, but first, let's settle in with the sound of the bells. So, as I've been mentioning, these recent episodes are uh, tailored more toward what's happening at the time of recording, which is COVID-19. It feels almost impossible to talk about anything other than this because it is so in our lives right now. If you are listening at a different time, you can filter whatever I'm saying through the lens of just anything that might be difficult that you might experience. And with all of that said, this particular episode, if you're experiencing uh, something very difficult right now, recent loss, pain, um, processing uh, some really significant disruption in your life that requires just space for grieving, this might not be the episode for you. I think there's a fine line between making space for our experience uh, to process and to integrate um, and starting to look at the opportunity that can come out of this experience and what, what the positive might be, that sort of mental reframing. So use your best judgment as to where you might be at in, in this process because this is going to be more about the positive orientation and what opportunity there might be. One thing I'm observing for many people, uh, including myself, is that with these big disruptions in the way we're all living right now, uh, shelter in place, not being able to interact with our work in the same way, um, going through parenting in a completely different way, relating in a completely different way, and partnership, being single in a completely different way, All of this is requiring substituting our normal way of doing something with new strategies, new maps, and new ways of thinking. And what I'm observing in others and and also deeply in myself is this sense that this substitute won't be as good as the normal thing, the usual thing. And at best, it might be as good. We might find a substitute that allows us to function in a way that we did before, to do our work maybe in a similar way, accomplish tasks in in a similar way, make the same amount of money we were doing before, figure out how to parent in a way that feels familiar and is hopefully as successful as before. It it all seems to be about um, either an acceptance that we're not going to be functioning at the level we were before, or the best we could is to find substitutes that allow us to function at that level. And the reason this podcast episode is titled uh, Think Bigger is because I do want to encourage you, and this is what I've been doing for myself, to ask, what if, instead of just getting back to what it was like before, this experience could help me create something even better? 
So I'll give you an example. For me, I'm having to start to reimagine what my different offerings can look like from my usual uh, keynotes to organizations, school systems, to my public events and retreats. And although nothing has been changed yet, I am thinking about the future and if that does need to change, what, what that will look like. And the early thinkings of it will be like, all right, well, you know, maybe this will I'll move this to be an online event and we won't get as many people. It'll be a smaller thing. Um, and maybe I'll, I'll make a, a fraction of the amount that I might have made for this in-person event. Uh, and so like the kind of thinking was already coming from a place of a loss. The event isn't going to be as good. Um, no way we could get more people to come to something like this. Um, it's definitely going to be a financial loss. It's going to hurt the business. And maybe we could like get to a fraction of that. So do you hear that kind of thinking, like already setting up for failure? And, and if you approach a problem in that way and you're asking the questions of like, how can I maybe just make this half as good as it was, then those are the answers that you're going to get. Your brain will start trying to figure that out and solve that problem. Okay, if this were to be half as good, what would it, what would it have to be? And so I, I just started asking myself the question, well, if that if the normal version of this can't happen for some reason in the future, what what could a substitute look like that would make this even greater, more valuable for a person, give them uh, a, a more intimate experience, make it more convenient, more access uh, for, for more people, so an even bigger event, and more of a financial win for others and for me. Like, what would that actually look like? Well, that new question, which is a much bigger, expansive, creative kind of question, will come with a whole new set of answers. Answers that are bigger, more creative, and, and more expansive. And as I, I think through it, even though there are aspects of maybe the in-person offerings or what I'm used to doing that certainly can't be replaced, nor would I ever want to fully replace them into the future, as something that might have to be a temporary thing, I'm getting some inspiring answers and, and getting more excited about what this could look like and, and what my offerings could be and how to curate experiences in a way that I'm not used to. It's really challenging me and stretching me. So instead of the mindset of, let me just get back to how things used to be, or let me find the replacements that will make this like half as good so it's not like a huge loss all around, there's a lot of creative energy and a, a starting to see new life and opportunity in the ashes, in the destruction a letting go of my idea of just how things need to be or the only way that they can done be done and let my mind just create something new it's it's fun and while i still hold on to the way i want things to be and i hope they go back to the way they were uh i'm inspired and i i want to offer this to you as well i think during times of crisis and uncertainty and change uh, we don't give ourselves the permission to think in this way. We often feel anchored to uh, the sadness or the anger or feeling like we have to be caught in despair. And 
as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, there is a time and place for those emotions. And if we don't have some of that, I might be a little concerned with what's going on uh, in the world because it is very serious. And so those responses are normal and I think necessary to an extent to, to help us think strategically uh, about what we need to do to, to stop this. And with that said, we can also let another part of our mind, our energy, direct toward what what could be an opportunity in this. Acknowledging that there there is some destruction here, things are going to change radically, I'm going to have to do things differently to get through this period of time. What if, instead of it just being a substitute that could hopefully be as good, it could be something much better? What if this opportunity could really help me deepen my, my parenting skills? What if this could be an opportunity to expand my business and double and triple my income? What if this were an opportunity to really like become my own best friend, to, to deepen my own intimacy with myself, my spirituality, my faith, my connection with God? When you start asking these questions, you're going to get a whole new set of answers. And these questions don't just take you back to a baseline. They, they require reimagining. They require creativity, thinking beyond perhaps what you've thought about before. And that can be scary because we get very comfortable in our usual way of doing things. And we have a lot of invisible mental barriers that make us feel like, oh, it wouldn't be possible to do that. Or I couldn't possibly think about uh, opportunity or potential during this difficult time. I'm, I'm supposed to be sad. I'm supposed to be subdued. I'm supposed to be angry. Okay, well, let's respect that response, put it aside, and also recognize that most great things that have ever happened in our world, in our evolution of, of, as a species, have happened through great periods of pain uh, and destruction. Things needed to break. External forces needed to be thrust upon us to reevaluate what we're doing, why we're doing it, and invent new ways of being. And why not allow this opportunity to be something that can grow us beyond what we typically allow ourselves to think is possible. So if you needed that permission, I'm giving it to you for whatever that's worth. When you find yourself asking questions of like, okay, well, I can't do this the normal way I usually do. What are the substitutes that can allow me to to do it okay in the meantime? Change that thinking and allow yourself to think bigger. What is a new way of doing this that is better than what it was before? I guarantee you'll feel more inspired. You might feel nervous, but definitely more inspired. And it will get creative and hopeful juices in the brain starting to flow. So try this out. Let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear your feedback on this. As I said, not everyone is going to be ready for for this message. So if it feels too quick for you where you're at in your your process the process of change grieving healing that's okay this is here to come back to you don't need to force it everything needs to happen in its own time but if you are in a place to start making some changes and being more intentional about the next step i hope this inspires you to take that to the next level or at least a level that doesn't make you feel hopeless and uninspired 
As always, thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. And until then, take care. Hey, before you go, just a few things. Uh, First, if you're new to this podcast and you'd like some free guided resources to help you with everything going on or just to deepen your mindfulness, your meditation practice, we got guided meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations. You could just text your email address to plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight. You'll get an automated email to your inbox. Also, if you're not yet part of our Facebook group, just search for Practicing Human on Facebook and you can join us there. Another helpful, supportive community. Lastly, if you're appreciating these podcasts, feel free to share them with a friend. And also, a review on iTunes goes a a very long way. It's it's helpful for us in continuing to promote this, to get it out there. Um, At the time, no ads on the Practicing Human podcast. So if you want to give back in some way, uh, a review on iTunes is very useful. So thank you again. I know I say it a lot, but your practice is not just for you. It's for your family, your community, and our world. And if there was ever a time we needed it, uh, well, this is a very good one. So I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for everything and take care.